Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Jessica Valor, intuitive mentor and healer for the busy leaders of the world, shared a story when she did not follow her yes with a lingering dead-end relationship, but was able to take valuable lessons from it. Well, Jessica, thank you again for everything you shared on your interview. Really amazing information there. And I I would love for you to help us in one other way, and that is to help us really get a, a better understanding of the importance of following our yes, following that internal guidance. And and where I'd like to start is to ask you to share a brief story of a time when, when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in the moment you didn't even realize you had any guidance. But when you look back, you're like, man, my gut was telling me exactly what to do, but I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Yeah, you know, this is, this is interesting. Um, I feel like I often follow my gut, but, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm always right, right? And perhaps... It's, you know, falling when it's supposed to, but what's showing up for me when you ask that question is, um, not ending a relationship that I was in and I was, it was an intertwined relationship because I was also the VP of the company. And so quitting my position and leaving the relationship, I could have left several years prior to then when I actually did. 
Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it's really big. And it took, I took longer than I needed to, but I also believe in no regrets and everything's in divine timing. And so, um, you know, I left when I left, but I definitely could have shaved off, you know, a few years <laughs> of <laughs> there. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I love that example because, I mean, it's a very common one, right? Oh, I knew I shouldn't be there as long as I was, or maybe I shouldn't even gone into that relationship. But what's interesting is because of that experience, you now have that awareness of next time I won't hang around for extra years. Now absolutely. I have that recognition that that cost me. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So wonderful lesson you learned from that. Now, that's because you paid attention and chose to learn something instead of just going, I'm in the blame game. It's all their fault. I'm a victim of circumstance. Instead, you went, wait a minute. I could have done this different. Yeah, it brought me into a really strong um, state of being in awareness where I, I love this uh, exercise. I have this list of what I'm available for and what I'm not available for. And what this does is it allows me to stay in alignment with what I'm really committed to because what happens in our subconscious, right, and why I know I was stuck for so long is I wasn't actively you know, each day taking action steps <laughs> towards what I really was committed to. Right. I was, I was, I was not honoring myself by, um, subconsciously committing to what I didn't want. And so I have these two lists, what I'm available for, what I'm not available for. And I will walk around and I think it's important to move while you do it because it actually shifts the cellular, um, experience that you're having. Um, so it's, you know, creating that, uh, metaphysical experiences, shifting your, your body, your mind, your spirit all, all at once. And so I'll walk around my home and say them out loud, or I voice recorded them and I will listen to them while I'm walking my dog or exercising. And I say them out loud and it be, it's a declaration. And when you do that, there's this alchemy shift that happens and you are then taking action and creating your reality every day. And it sounds so simple and it's so profound so profound yeah that's that is a great idea that is an absolutely great idea because you you said so something so important there is subconsciously you were focusing on what wasn't working mm-hmm yeah I was committed to it yeah and, and so that's why I was you're actually stuck. feeding yeah. that mm -hmm. and that's what's growing yep <laughs> and so you're totally abandoning the thing that you do want and instead you're focused on what you don't want and that takes yeah. up all your energy and I think that this is where, you know, I know for me, it's where I get stuck, but I think it's where a lot of people get stuck who have experienced trauma or in survival mode, because that is what happened to me. I, I actually didn't know how to get out of it. And I didn't even know that I was, you know, focusing on the wrong thing, even though I had all these tools. But once I clicked into place the right tools and I combined things where I was in movement for is really important when you're trying to break pattern um, or, you know, move energy, right. Un unstick the stuck. Um, and the, you know, simple things like this can really, really shift things around for, for, for people. Yeah, that's, that's a great example. So, so let's flip this around then. Let, let's take us to a moment in time when you, when you had that clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Yeah. So it's almost the same, um, 
the same thing. So that was when I actually did quit my job. Um, I remember I was standing, my office was in my home at that time. And I remember standing right outside of my office, kind of in between my kitchen and my office. And I remember I had this brief moment where I was like, well, I'll just stay for one more year. And this, these angels came and I felt one angel wrap their wings around me and physically pulled me backwards. And they whispered in my ear and they said, don't turn around. And I, so I committed, I was totally afraid, totally afraid, like shaking afraid. I left a six figure income. I had just bought my home that led to losing my home. And I let my relationship with that person, even though we had been broken up, our relationship wasn't dissolved. And so I let it completely dissolve. And I left, you know, I took the leap of faith and my whole life changed. Yeah. And that's such a great example, too, because, right, you're like, your brain was trying to convince you, well, one more year. Mm-hmm. But your it was telling me survival. was like, no, 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 no. No, yeah. no, stop now. Cut it off. This has got to end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, again, stubborn. So, you know, the, you know, took the angels like pulling me back going, no girl, come on, it's time yeah. to move on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it is, it's care. You know, we live in this real world, right? Where like, you know, money, you need money to survive. And so leaving, I mean, my relationship was wrapped up into my, my career, you know, and so leaving all of that, but it set me free, right? Because now I do what I love and I make, you know, plenty of money, a lot of money doing what I love and have way more freedom, happiness, joy, all of the things that were missing before where I was in pain and suffering shifted into this wild joy. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, you know, like you said, your brain is coming up with all these reasons why this is a stupid thing to do. And yes. you wouldn't have ever got to the things you're experiencing now without taking the first step, which was to let go of all those beliefs. Oh, no, no, no. I can't live without this. What? Something's going to work. It's not like yeah. I, this is the only person on earth who would ever pay me for anything. Right. And, you know, you don't think about that when you're taking a step forward or no. that leap. We call it the leap of faith, mm-hmm. you know, is be, you. Yeah, it's it's interesting because even when I started my business, it's almost like I forgot that I had ran a, you know, four million dollar in revenue business, you know, and built that, you know, <laughs> you just you go blank or something. And Mastin Kip, I love Mastin Kip. Yep. And he says, you know, it's not hard to leave your relationship or your job. And he, he, I saw him in person a few times and he said, you walk out the door and you keep walking. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. That's true. That is what you do. And I love, I love that vision of, <clears throat> of Masson's story and, and sharing that. Yeah, exactly. Great, great stories. Thank you so much for sharing those, Jessica. Yeah, it's my honor. Thank you. Emerald Sinclair, international speaker, author, and love coach, shared a story when she followed her yes, and it ended up being the moment that catapulted her career. Well, Emerald, I, I want to thank you again for the amazing information you shared in your interview, and I'd like to ask you to help us with one other thing, and that is we like to talk about and explore the importance of following our internal guidance. Some people call it your intuition. I call it your yes. And Where I'd like to start is if you would share a brief story with us of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, well, you didn't even realize you had one. But when you look back, you're like, okay, that was really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, 
and I still didn't do it. Tell mm-hmm. us about that time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so years ago when I was just beginning my love coaching business, I was I suffered from the bright shiny object syndrome, which is enrolling in various coaching programs, thinking that the more money I spent, obviously the more successful I would be. And and what didn't matter if I was already five grand in, I would invest ten grand in and then twenty and then thirty. And it got to a point where I was almost sixty thousand dollars in debt because of coaching programs that I thought were going to save me. And I can tell you the entire time my intuition was saying no, like all of these coaches are giving me this one way of like, oh, you have to follow this role. You have to follow this model. You have to niche down. You have to do this. And it didn't work out. (laughs) All it did was get me deeper and deeper into debt. And then fast forward years later, when I truly started listening to my heart and what I wanted to do and what I thought was right for my business, wouldn't you believe it? The clients started showing up. I started easily making money. I started paying off that debt. And so it was such a learning moment of I was giving away my power. I wasn't listening to my yes. If anything, I was following the no because I was listening to everybody else's yeses, what everybody else said that worked for them that must absolutely work for me. And it was such an important lesson that I can't follow anybody else's yes. I mean, it was a $60,000 lesson that I had to go through to realize that I truly, my intuition, my power knows. Nobody else knows what is best for me. And so that, that moment, that period, that process in my life helped me to realize that I'm the only one that knows what's best for me, best for my life, best for my business. Absolutely. And, and you're right. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are being offered and well-intended, but it still comes back to you following your guidance Mm -hmm. and going, you know, this is probably an amazing program. It's just not right for me right now. Exactly. That's fine. You know, because here's the thing is when it's your yes, it's clear. When it's not, we kind of have to force it. And a lot of times we do that because we think, well, uh, what if it doesn't ever come back around? Well, then who cares? It wasn't yours. Right. But if it's really meant for you, it will come back when it's a yes. So you just have to go, okay, right now it's not. No big deal. If it's meant to circle back, it'll circle back. Yeah. Amen. Where were you years ago? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, let's let's turn this around then, Emerald. Take us to a time when, when you had that clear yes. And this time, not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. So it was at a similar time period that I just described to you many years ago, and it was when I had just started dipping my toe into doing retreats, going to retreats, you know, following my heart and realizing that I wanted to build things on my terms. And so in this opportunity, I had the opportunity to attend a retreat in Costa Rica but it was expensive. It was a $10,000 retreat. And what I had just told you about all the money (laughs) problems I was going through at the time, you know, I was massively in debt. So how could I validate spending all of this money on a retreat? But there was a part of me that just said, go figure it out. You have to go. There will be people there that you have to meet. This will be big for you. And lo and behold, going on the retreat was 
not so much transformational for me, but the other women I met on the retreat resonated with me. And I ended up getting so many clients out of it. So many women that had enrolled in my group coaching program that was going to come out a couple months later that I ended up making all my money back and then some. And the reason these two stories are so poetic and go together is on one end, of the equation, I didn't listen to my yes, and it created all these money issues. And then in the other instance, I really, really had to listen to my yes, even though it revolved around so much money. But in the end, it worked out so much in my favor, like 10 times what I couldn't imagine it doing for me and my business. And so you're right, the yes was so clear. It was a voice that said, girl, you have to go. Whereas the coaching programs in the past, it was, I had to think my way through it. I oscillated between yes and no. And should I, or shouldn't I? Well, if I just spend the money, it's got to work this time. And so being able to look at those two times in my life so clearly, you're so spot on. Like when it's a yes, it's a yes. You just, you get that push, you get that message. It's like, you have to listen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, I mean, it, people go, well, that's just like overly simplified, but it's not really. Yeah. And, you know, the funny part is, that, so part of where this came from, this recognition for me was my, my friend Kurt. So Kurt walks up to me one day and Kurt's an artist and he's very got like got that exploration type of personality. He's just always in wonder and curious. And he walks up to me and he goes, hey, Ken, I figured it out. And I'm thinking, what? You know, what are you talking about? And he goes, it's either yes or it's no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I started thinking about it. And it's exactly what we've been talking about. It's like, mm -hmm. there is no such thing as a maybe. A maybe is a no we're trying to make into a yes because we're afraid it won't come back. Mm -hmm. They're all no's. If you just went from yes to yes to yes to yes, how different would your life be? So different. Oh my gosh, Ken, if I could even trump that, I have something I call the F yeah vibration, which is if it's not an F yeah, it's a heaven's no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? And I'm censoring that a little bit, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's what's so powerful about this. So thank you so much for sharing those stories. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. 
From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.